doing stuff and you know just doing stuff gotta make sure everything's good hi guys welcome to our podcast today we're happy to have you here i'm mr rhino mr rhino yes why you sound like on mr rogers neighborhood i'm mr rhino <laughs> you can introduce introduce yourself mr salamander dang i gotta be the salamander why gotta be a salamander well, can i just be like the mr newt nah man make me like a gecko hey i'll settle for a gecko i'll settle <laughs> for a gecko to be honest <laughs> I'll settle that. I'll settle for that for sure, for sure. This man just settled to be a gecko. All right, kick the podcast off, Rodney. I'm just saying, like, you said you was going to be a rhino. How can you be a rhino compared to making me like a gecko or a, a newt or anything that's not that stature, man? Shoot, at least make me a kangaroo or something like that. Or, um, you want to be a marsupial? Uh, you you want to have a pouch? <laughs> wait, or a lion king. What was Timon? Shoot, man, a meerkat. Make me a meerkat or something. I mean, no. <laughs> all right, Dude, all right. Okay, man. Let's get started. Yeah, kick it off, Rodney, because, I mean, okay. you already made us wait long enough. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, anyways. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the God Man Podcast. We are helping you navigate through this thing called life as a man devoted to God. This is Rodney. And this is the Rhino. No comment. No no comment, guys. Why are you so quiet? <laughs> okay, so on today's podcast, we are going to talk about being unequally yoked. Yo, this and is being a rhino. This, can we get off the rhino thing? We're way past that, okay? Fine. Because we're I, in today. Okay. You're stuck on yesterday, okay? We're talking about a right, whole right, fine, 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 fine. Rhinoceros. Oh, my gosh. Spell rhinoceros. R H I N O S A no wait S A R A U S U A S. I think that was it. If if not, I'm no, I'm close. All right. Anyway, users, you guys can tell me how wrong I was, or I can go. Or, <laughs> I'll figure yes, it guys. out when so I go yes, back I and listen to in this. In the podcast, please make a note, make a comment if he spelled that or not. We'll let y'all know on the next episode. Anyway, anyways, back to piggy off what we was talking about. Or we might we are not. talking about being unequally yoked. This is a big one. This is definitely a big one that is, this is a topic that really has to be discussed. Because I do think this is something that everybody has stumbled across on. Um especially as you're walking as a believer, as a man devoted to Christ, um, being unequally yoked. And it's not just for relationships, just from a romantic standpoint, but just from unequally yoked people in general. And I think this was something even I struggled with, Mike, sometimes with me um, entertaining certain people, whether it's friends or um, a lady friend, I would definitely see myself being entangled with unequally yoked people. And um, really, so for those who who don't kind of don't know what being unequally yoked means, 
unequal yokes is just like as a believer when you are rooted in christ walking towards the mark and you know what he has self set out for you or just walking in your faith and you get joined with someone who is not up to par or the standard that god has set out and that's something that i've struggled with mike what about you like explain to me about what's unequally yokes from your experiences on what you witnessed I mean, I can't really speak from personal experience because I've only ever dated girls in. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? No, it was still unequal yoke. So I would the only girls I've dated have all been in the church. However, there was an unequal yoking and it wasn't. There was still a spiritual unequal yoking because of spiritual maturity. And it was definitely an unequal yoking as far as like footing in life i don't think unequally yoked necessarily just means believer and non-believer i think it also speaks of just being uneven and unlike not equal in different things you can apply that to different things in life because a yoke for everyone that doesn't know right a yoke was something that you use to bind two ox together so it forced them to work together so they would both pull like a plow or whatever back in the day, right? And the reason they say you don't want to be unequally yoked is because you would never put a big strong male with a with a young undeveloped uh, 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 ox because then it wouldn't be equal. One would be pulling and the other wouldn't because he wouldn't be able to keep up. That's why you sub talks about equal yoking. I don't believe that it necess- It always has to be about the spiritual side of things and whether someone's a believer or not. I believe it can be applied to everything. I can believe unequally yoking could be, hey, this person's mentality is right now, they're set on, let's say the, the, the girl is set on career and she's set on God and she's set on, you know, having her affairs and her life in order. And the boy is still set on being a frat boy and with no care in the world and doesn't care. And he just wants to party, you know. Okay, so so um, relating to this, so what you're saying for the men out there, it's really about two people who are not going in the same path or same direction, correct? Right. Yes. Yes, and then I do want to touch on that because I do think being unequally yoked is not really a bad bad thing because I do believe that whatever that person choose is, that's what they choose. That doesn't make them a bad person. That does not make them weak. It just makes them, hey, this is your route there. You're going, and if you're comfortable with that, that's okay. But the route where I know where I'm headed to that's what I believe in. That's what I'm going with. And I do think sometimes with people, when you're unequally yoked, and this is something, Mike, that kind of been heavy on my heart a little bit. When you are unequally yoked with somebody, the it's definitely two different mindsets. And how can I put this? It's like, well, 
I'm gonna use I'm gonna use just from a spiritual aspect uh, point. So say if you are heavy in your faith, going the direction where you believe in your in your heart you know is right, but someone who may not be as anchored or believe in what you're doing, that person can think as if you think you're better than me, or they may it may come off as Oh, is the route I'm going not right? Um, and sometimes when you're unequal yoked, the mindset is going to be different. That's something that I've really um, noticed. And sometimes I would take to heart because I know, like, of course, off the bat, it was not to shame or make that person feel inferior to what they're doing. And I've comfortably, comfortably let people know this. I say, hey, this is the path where I know I'm going and that I'm fully confident and bold enough and courageous to walk. And if you feel like my faith in whatever I'm doing, if that's making you uncomfortable, that's really a you thing that you have to work on. And sometimes I've noticed with unequal yoked people, um, sometimes with people who are not... Um, so aware of purpose where sometimes they do feel lost and they do co confuse and sometimes they see a person who is focused who is purposeful who has a mission and assignment i've noticed sometimes those particular people they will feel inferior because they feel like they're not going nowhere in life about that let me get your um viewpoints about that just on the mindset of, because I'm pretty sure you probably came across people who were definitely not as, what's the word before? Who feel like they feel like they don't have an assignment or a purpose. I mean, yeah, you find a lot of people like that because uh, that just goes to, you know, them not knowing their identity or what their purpose is. So they're searching for it. Um, and within that mindset of those kinds of people, we, um, okay. And so the other thing I would say is if you come across somebody and you see that they don't know who they are and they're in a relationship to validate something or to find out who they are to try to discover themselves through somebody else my personal advice would be to have a conversation with them and try to lead them to discovering what that is without relying on that person because the problem a lot of people have is that they don't know who they are don't know what their purpose is and they get in a relationship to try to use the person they're with to find their purpose or they find purpose in that person and so when things don't necessarily go the way they want them to as far as their quote-unquote purpose you end up having a bad relationship and you end up well, most of the times both parties end up getting hurt in the process so I would just advise them to, you know, uh, seek out your purpose and really just trust in the Lord for all, trust in the Lord for that and not, un, 
not a person like don't seek validation don't seek purpose and finding your your calling through somebody else that should be something that you are figuring out from the inside And that's, and that's really heavy. And I think just speaking about that, when you find your identity in Christ, I feel like that's the best thing, the best thing anybody can do because you're no longer searching the world for your identity. I mean, Mike, let's be honest. Both me and you, we've been in the world and where we've used substances and people to feel that void in that empty space and then once we've finally decided to not only find Christ but to commit to Christ and it's through that commitment that you do with Christ you find that love and we figure out that the love will lead to the assignment and that's when you feel that you will no longer need those substances or those people to have that validation because that thing that has been there was there the whole time. We just didn't know it and we didn't accept it fully and embraced it. And so really, and I think you told me this like a, like a few years ago, Mike, is just like when you finally find your identity in Christ, you're going to be that light in the world. And that's a great thing to have light. You know, people are going to see you for what you stand for, how committed you are, and just how much you stand out from the average Joe. But then it's like, also with that light, it's going to be attraction that comes with that light. And I think you're going to understand where I'm getting at. It's like a bug zapper. When a fly sees that light, they're going to go to that light. And sometimes we're going to come across people, Mike, who, and <clears throat> it's kind of sad to say this, like they will be unequally yoked um, because the walk that you walk in is not kind of familiar with them. So they're attracted to what they have inside of you, but they can't really pick or really annotate why they're attracted to you. But it's annotate. like what you told me a few years. Hmm? Annotate. Is, is, is that a word? An annotate? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But you see. The, the amazing mm -hmm. thing is, Rodney, so I have this mm -hmm. great tool that I use. A dictionary? Right? Mm -hmm. It's called <laughs> Go Google. And I'm pretty sure annotate <laughs> is. I'm pretty sure annotate is because annotated is something I remember. Hold on. Annotate. annotate. Thanks, yes, it is. it is. It is a word. Okay, cool. Great. Cool. Annot All right, annotate guys, guys. is definitely a. Hold on, hold on. We're going to. And we're gonna make sure you just used it right too. <laughs> I was, yeah. Am I doing it the right way? That's the real thing. You know, black. You no, know, we do that. Hold up. Annotate. Annotate. Add notes to, giving explanation or comments. Okay, great, cool. So I using the right term. I think. I think so. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, people so. won't know why they're attracted to you, but they see that light. And like my, you told me this like years ago. It where I was in a season where I was getting just attention from people, whether it's people wanting me to pray for them, whether it's people wanting to be my friend, or it's people, it, females giving me attention. And this is new to me. So I'm like, Mike, what was going on? And then, Mike, you said this word for word. You said, 
well, Ronnie, they see the spirit in you. Like they see the light that you have and that light is going to come with attraction. So God, men. So when you're walking in that faith and walking in the light, you're going to attract people. And with those people, you're going to come across people who are unequally yoked, who may not walk the same way as you or speak the same talk as you, but they're going to be attracted to you. And so with that, um, when you're unequally yoked, you have to make sure you stay anchored in who you are. Um, because, hold on, Mike, I'm, um, I lost my train of thought when I was speaking. <laughs> well, but, it, um, it's true because, and especially when you're somebody who has a strong anointing on your life, because anointing brings attraction. People are attracted mm -hmm. to anointing, and especially, and people are attracted to light, especially in a world full of darkness. People are reaching out for light that they don't even recognize sometimes that they're reaching out for. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. And that was the weirdest thing with me, because at first, I didn't know. Because, like, my, you knew me way before Christ, and, you know, I was the most popular dude around and like that. But then it's like how you said, when we live in a world of dark, People know light and they get attracted to that and they come close to that. And then like I've literally had like and I think I think someone told me this like last week. Um I mean it was a it, it was a female friend, but she she was like she was like like Ronnie, like you annoy the heck out of me, but I like you for some reason because I can really sense you are a great guy. And it's through that, through those moments, it's through that light, man, where that's an opportunity for Christ to be represented to where you are at. And like I said, coming across an unequal yoke, it can be a blessing because you can be used as a vessel for God to use you to introduce Christ to that person, get a chance to evangelize and to disciple. And um, that's really a great thing about that. Um, and then the next thing I want to get into, Mike, is, and this is really um, a, something I'm kind of, I've been aware about. It's when you are strong in your faith and you're walking, but when you come across people who are unequally yoked, sometimes their habits can influence and rub off on you. So let's speak on that when you come across. Oh, wait, come yoked. wait, wait, wait. Repeat that again. Would you come across people who are unequally okay. yoked, or when you unequally yoke with well, someone? Well, it's like their their habits. So. So you're saying like, when let, you let's, let's say yoke up with somebody else, that's not where you are. Mm, let's say it one more time. So you're saying when you unequally so like, yoke yourself with someone. Mm, yes. So when you come cross paths with that, yeah. Because, like, when you keep saying cross paths with, I'm thinking you're talking about you're coming across somebody who's unequally yoked with someone else. Oh, okay, yeah. So that, That's this. why that's so just confusing being, me. Okay, I apologize. So let me word this differently. Where if I'm dating somebody who's unequally yoked and... The two of you. In fact, let's, let's not even say dating. Let's let's say I'm in a relationship where it's this could be a great friend of mine, and 
you know, I'm in church every Sunday. I'm on the praise team. I'm in the meetings. But there's another part of, and I'm close with this particular individual where they still have, they're still in the world. And me being involved with this person on a consistent basis, and now the things he's doing, I'm finding myself doing. So how important it is to protect yourself to make sure you don't conform to this world when you are around these particular people. It's very important. You have to guard yourself at all times because at the end of the day, like you're you have to work out your at the end of the day, your salvation is your responsibility. Like in the word it tells us, Paul says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Like nobody else is about to do it for you. You have to do it yourself. So if you know that you're going to be around people who are doing different things in the world and, you know, et cetera, things that you don't need to be exposed to, then it's your job to limit exposure. If that means you have to reduce, you know, the time you spend around them and so be it i mean we spoke about this back when we said watch what you put in your spirit and one of the things i was talking about is you know watch the company you keep because that's what we will put in there so any relationship that you have that is not going to be beneficial to you you have to start to trim that away i mean even like the same way that christ says that he's the he's the uh he's divine and we're the branches right and that any any branch that doesn't bear fruit, you know, gets pruned. They get cut off. So one that can bear fruits can grow. Like, if this relationship isn't bearing fruit, sometimes you got to cut it off. Like, we can't be the buddy, but we can't, we can be friends, but we can't be like, oh, man, this is like my brother, my ride or die. If every time I get around you, I'm reverting back to who you are and you're not coming up you're not coming up to the level I'm at I'm coming down to the level you're at you know so it's up to you to make sure that you do that and that's why you got to cut it off which is breaking that yoke that you've gotten with them you can't yoke yourself to people who are going to pull you down instead of you pulling them up because at the end of the day like if they want to come up then it's fine you know if they're seeking to go higher and they're seeking to do better and they're trying to yoke up, you know, or pair up with you and they're trying to learn, they're trying to get better, that's fine. But any someone who's still, I'm going to use it like this, right? Let's say it's two, two uh, you have an ox and a pig mm-hmm. and you yoke them together. The ox is going to be leaning down the whole time because to, to because the yoke is going to keep them close and the pig can't come up to where the ox is standing. So the ox is going to be less effective because he's going to almost have his face in the ground the whole time being brought down to where the swine is. Hmm. Yes, that's and that's definitely good. And I know there will be some people who may feel a little apprehensive or nervous about doing that because I know 
you know, say, hey, you know, we've been best friends since second grade and, you know, I don't want to leave my friends behind or, or hey, I'm dating this girl and, you know, me and her been been rocking good, you know, but then it's like, I notice, you know, she, she doesn't want to come to church and I know she doesn't believe in what I'm reading in the Bible. I know it's a lot of people who are struggling with making that decision because they're afraid of what they may lose. But then at the same time, I think we have to realize, like, let's not focus on what we're losing, but let's focus on what we're gaining. And I like how you said, when it comes to salvation, it's like, at the end of the day, you got to focus on your relationship in God. That's the only thing. And then one of my favorite illustrations, Mike, you probably, you've probably seen this before. It was a little girl crying, um, and it's Jesus being kneeled down in front of her, and um, she has a small teddy bear in her hand, and Jesus is asking for for her to give it to him, and she's like crying, kind of doesn't want to, but behind his back, he has an even bigger teddy bear behind him. So I think really, let's not focus on us losing that best friend since we was in middle school. Let's not focus on this girl who we're just getting to know. Like for all you know, God is gonna bless you with way more than eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. If you're just willing to release what's in your hand and give it to him and he will restore, he will replenish, he will elevate and he will restore. And going back to what you said about being divine in the branches, Mike, one of my favorite, um, one, my, one of my verses in that particular chapter was when he says, remain in me and as I remain in you. And the biggest part that stood out to me where he said, apart from me, you can't do anything. Facts. So if we're trying to, so if you're trying to be apart from him and trying to please anybody who's unequally yoked, you're really letting God down and you are really doing the opposite of repentance. You're going the other way and you're not giving God the full attention that he deserves in your mind and body and spirit and your actions. So when Mike, when he said, apart from me, you can't do nothing like that really put things in a whole different perspective. And it's like when you're unequally yoked, you're, you can really see we can also lose also see what you can gain as well and 10 times out of 10 what god had what god offers is way better than what any human can offer you in this world even just the fact that jesus died on the cross on the sins and he paid it all that's more than enough for real hey yo facts yeah so, big facts um, yeah okay so let's get into dating let's get into dating because I feel like this is a great chapter for us men to get into. And definitely, because oh, I know I can attest, I definitely came across some. Are we doing dating part three? Is that what we're doing now? We're, we're, we're probably do. Like I said, we're talking about being unequally yoked. You know, we're talking about men who are, who's going to be husbands one day. Who's going to be fathers, you know, when they're going to teach their sons and their daughters about unequally yoked. So let's talk about dating when it comes to unequally yoked and what to like the red flags when it comes to dating and when it like seeing the unequally yoked. Hey bro, you seen the, you seen a lot of these like, like little TikTok and Instagram things about like them talking about like red flags when dating when you're mm -hmm. a Christian. And, <laughs> like the guy says, Oh, like 
I read the Bible, you know, sometimes or <laughs> church. I don't think is really necessary. Yeah. Or, oh, I believe in a God. I just don't know. I believe in the God. I believe in the universe. Like, oh, man, these are some examples of run. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's there in plain as day in front of your face, verbally saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. I think I've definitely seen a red flag with the unequally yoked. I think my number one that I've seen, what what was it? Because honestly, Mike, it was everything you nailed on the head just now. But, um, but I still believe in chakras and spirits and energies. And crystals. Oh, my goodness. You can't forget recharging the crystals in the sun. Right. I'm like, girl by um well you know just you know just because i'm an aquarius and you know the, oh you have to wait because you're an aquarius that's why you you so anti-social i'm like look don't dictate the day when my parents decided to be in the inner course why my personality is the way how it is don't don't do that don't do that is <laughs> <laughs> it now nah, you know what i'll do the same thing. i'll do the same thing too Okay, so a dating red flag when you're unequally yoked. Well, number one for me is not believing in Jesus. That's a red I've flag for anything. Because, like, I've literally, I've hand on the Bible, guys, hand on the Bible, this happens. I was having a conversation with somebody, and I said, this is a nice young lady friend who I'm getting to know or whatever. So, of course, you know, me being um, the God man that I am, I'm trying to pick her brain and see where she's at in her spiritual walk and her journey. So that's when we started talking about Jesus. And then and she, she, she was like, yeah, well, I, I kind of don't believe in Jesus, but I do believe God is real, though. Mike, if you saw my face when she said that, with full confidence, she said that. And I'm just thinking, but then, but, but then again, I'm not really getting mad because I'm just seeing on her point of view why she would say that. Because I do believe that even though as believers, we, we may be in the world, but we're not of the world. So definitely trying to get an understanding of why she would say that. But then she, she was like, well, I don't feel like he's just really that important. To, to know um, besides God the creator. And so for me and my my thinking, how I'm just digesting everything, I'm just like, yeah, this is a red flag. Like, if I had like a voice over my head, it'd be like, and this is the moment when Roddy knew she is not the one. I would feel like I needed that moment, Mike. I needed that moment. But for me, that was a red flag for me. And spilled over into other things with her not believing in the bible and not believing in going to church it was so many things that were just spilling out at once it was just an overpour and overflow of just red flags i i thought we was at a football game to be honest so many flags i'm seeing but it was one of those moments where it's like i just yeah oh that's a good one what we were at a football game with all the flags Yeah, you know, it, yeah. If you want to use that, guys, you want to use that. But um, but yes, but like that's a big thing. Like, 
when you see yourself with an unequally yoked person, don't ignore the flags. The flags are there and the Holy Spirit is really revealing to you that this is not a person who you need to be joined with. And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like sometimes with me, if I know I'm unequally yoked, like I said, Mike, in the podcast, I'll tell on myself, sometimes I'll just ignore the red flags and just still pursue. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying flesh. to do my one too. It's the flesh. The flesh will make you ignore it. The flesh will make you ignore the red flags because we all know we're trying to get one thing. And because your heart will make you override what your brain sees and says. Mm-hmm. Your brain might be like, whoa, what did you just say? Whoa, what did he, she just say? And your heart be like, say, they ain't say nothing. They said they love me. We love them too. Brain, we love them. Yes, and it, it, it's a lie, and you know, that's that's the flesh, ain't nothing but the enemy, you know, the enemy's native tongue is lie, he will lie to your face, and in that moment when the flesh is weak, we gonna believe it, we gonna fall head over heels and just ignore everything, that's why the Bible says you have to renew your mind, you have to renew your mind, you, it's essential. Don't conform. Ooh, don't conform to this world. Man, the Bible's so dope. Man, I ain't gonna fake to you, man. I was having a conversation with somebody and I was like, yo, if people only knew the Bible is really a lifesaver for many decisions we make in this world, like it's kind of ridiculous for real. It's definitely ridiculous for real. Like, and stories be like, yo. I ain't gonna fake to you. I'm like, these stories here is kind of better what I see on TV, man. <laughs> Yo, this is must-see TV. Must-see TV. Um, trying to think of what's underneath. Okay, okay, Mike, I'm going to spitball it at you, okay? Give me some other unequally yoked things that our fellow men will need to know. Uh Listen here, guys. Just don't do it, all right? Just don't do it. But no, real real talk. It's It comes down to just listening to logic and reasoning. You have to be able to look at yourself and be like, hey, you know what? Something, Something's not right here, you know? And this isn't, this don't seem like the kind of thing I need to be around. Don't listen to your heart that's going to tell you, no, this is my boy. I got to be with him. I got to ride to the end. Because at the end of the day, like, whatever the relationship is, it's, if it's not bearing fruit, it's causing harm. And the reason I say this is because even if it's not, like, causing, like, physical harm or it's not, like, a harm that you can see immediately... If it's not bearing fruit and it's keeping you stagnant, stagnation is harm to you as well. Like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to, you're always supposed to be advancing and getting better, never staying the same. So, just keep, keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. And keep pushing forward and try to make sure that, you know, you're not, you're not stuck in the same place. And you're not in a place where you're tied up to people who 
are not doing any good for you or they're not trying to improve themselves. That's really what I want to get at with this mm-hmm. is it's I I what I want to get at is it's not a bad thing to be paired up with anybody in any sort of relationship who's trying to do better for themselves and trying to do better and get better because at the end of the day they're not going to pull you down you're going to pull them up because they're going to hold themselves and you accountable the point i really want to drive home is is the relationships with people who don't want to change what does that look like that looks like the that looks like the the girlfriend who That looks like the girlfriend that you had who doesn't, uh, who said, I'm not going to go to school. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And all I want to do is club and party. Right. Well, if all she wants to do is club and party, then you're not going to change her. But you know what's going to happen? She's going to want you to go out and club and party with her all the time, too. Even though you know God has been telling you, nah, that's not where you need to be at. I don't need you in that kind of environment, you know? So it's important, again, just to make sure that whatever you do, if you pair up with somebody, make sure that they're trying to improve themselves. You're always supposed to be going for self-improvement in yourself because, again, you got to work out your own soul salvation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like I said, man, at the end of the day, the whole point of this podcast is we do want to bring men closer to God to reveal their purpose and all this is going to tie in what I'm going to say next to be a high value man and when you're a high value man you're going to have standards and when you're really anchored in your standards you're not going to let anybody tear you from your goals your ambitions and the dreams especially us being kingdom men we're definitely focused on making sure God gets the glory and everything and saves souls. And you definitely want to be partnered with people who's going to support the vision and submit to what God has revealed to you. And then once you get that clear understanding, at the end of the day, it's all about pleasing God. So you have to evaluate and ask yourself, is this person me? Is this person helping me getting closer to God? pulling me away and once you evaluate and become self-aware about what's going on and decisions and the actions you are making you can easily look back and review and say oh i'm doing this because i've been hanging around this person and this is what he or what she does so like as a high value man you're not going to settle and be confident in your faith and that's something what god has been speaking to me the past couple months he's talking about me being confident in my lifestyle of faith faith is a lifestyle that you must digest and be anchored into because when you're definitely anchored in your faith walk and people can see that you're confident in it and definitely unapologetic you're definitely going to attract and it's up to you sustain to make sure you keep people who's going to help like how Mike said, bear fruit. And I'm going to take a step further to bear good fruit. 
Because there's still fruit that you can bear, but there's also bad fruit that you're producing. Because at the end of the day, I don't think nobody wants to take a bite out of an apple that has been sitting on a shelf and it's been molded and rotten and a worm is sticking out. No, you like you want to pick that good apple where you can easily bite to it and uh, it's nice and firm and when you bite it, it just it's all juicy and everything. Well, that depends, Rodney. He said what? Well, see, that depends. Go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I might need that moldy apple if I have an infection and I need Woo! to make some antibiotics. Mm. I'm getting off track. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is facts. Yeah, you got to look at your surroundings and is it bearing fruit? I mean, that's really a, a big thing. Like, you got to evaluate and look and you got to realize and also realize This is not you switching up. And this is something I'm really feeling heavy right now. When God elevates you, you're, he's going to put you around different people. And when God changes you and your surroundings, don't feel bad because your crew can't go with you. Don't let them speak things over you saying you've switched up or you're being fake or you're just acting different no you're elevating to what god has called you to and just like how how miles monroe said like when when the eagle is flying at a high altitude an eagle can only see an eagle at a high, certain altitude man if you can't be around pigeons you can't be around seagulls you have to be around people who are definitely superior Who's going to help you move forward in life? So don't feel bad when you want to take a step back from the old and want to be involved with someone who's going to help you build the kingdom. I mean, like, and like I said, like me, me and Mike, we have an equally relationship. I don't think we've even talked about equally relationships, Mike. Um, when you're with equally yoked people. It is so powerful. And it's going to be organic, too. I think that's something that most people kind of have a hard time understanding. When God is in the center of it, it's almost organic. And it's like, it's crazy, Mike, how you and our relationship is. It's it's not forced. Like, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, let, let me go Carl Rodney. Let me see what he's talking about. It's It's like... Hey, hey bro, sometimes it is like that. Mm -hmm. Like is you it? said on the last pod, when it's, or did you say that in the Tuesday? You said it Tuesday when it was, when I, when it's th those phone calls, I'm like, Rodney, oh, yeah. uh, whatever you're going to do, don't do it. I'm tired of hearing from the Holy Spirit of you. I'm trying mm -hmm. to go to sleep. <laughs> hey, but that's, that's real. That's, that's one of the things. That's one of the things. So like yes, when you're when you're equally yoked, you're gonna have those tough conversations as well. But there's love behind those conversations though. And I said there are moments like I said when it's fun and joking and ha ha. But I think getting back to what we're saying, it's it's an assignment. So you want to make sure when you're with that person, the same way how they're making sure you're on your assignment. 
you have to make sure they're on their assignment as well to make sure they don't pivot and they don't fall off. Just like how the Bible um, says, let us not neglect us meeting together. Let's not neglect because that moment when you do neglect, that would give the person who you are equally yoked with a moment for them to fall, for you not to pray for them, for you not, not to encourage them, for you not to help them refocus and renew and remind them like, hey, you know, we're we're about our father's business. We're here to build the kingdom. So definitely when you, when you are equally yoked with somebody, it's important to keep God at the center and to remind them that they're a child of him and that we're on a mission and assignment to be great and bear fruit and to let Jesus' name be known. Yeah, what Rodney said. I have to support. I love the support that he has. Yeah. That's what happens when we equally yoke with somebody. That's also what happens when you're, it's almost midnight and you're tired and you got to be up in four hours. Ah, Jesus, help me. Jesus, take the wheel. Man, you y'all know I'm yawning. <sighs> Dang it, bro. Damn, go ahead. Get, uh, why? Say what? <sighs> My goodness. The wheel in the middle of the wheel. Not the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Which book did that come from, Rodney? Oh my gosh, you telling me this now? Uh, this is in the Bible. Yes. I hear your keys typing, you cheater. Why you all up in my business? Why you cheating? I'm not. There's a spider on my on my board. I gotta get it off with my fingers. No, no me digas mentirosas. Okay, so this was. Mentiras. vision. Yes. No me digas mentiras. Okay, tell Telemundo. Can you put on English? Don't lie to me, Rodney. It's more like a fabricated truth, really. Which is a lie. Anyways. Yeah, so go on it on, on the wheel of the wheel. Go ahead. Oh, Can you know. move on? I don't know why I was saying that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I thought there was a special purpose behind it. No, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know why uh, I said it. It just, just, it just, it look, bro, we have 46 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just. All right, guys. Well, then, you said what? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, guys, so. Mike's a little sleepy, okay? So I think we're definitely going to wrap this episode right now of Unequally Yoked. Um, that we pray and we hope that this message today has definitely... Huh? You said what? I'm too old for this ish. Ron, you better know what movie that's I know we had Danny Glove on here. <laughs> there we go. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, guys. So we definitely hope and we pray that this episode has blessed y'all today about... Uh, being unequally yoked and definitely looking at the red flags, seeing what it means to bear fruit and the importance it is to have high standards and values so you can definitely walk in the route that God has you in. 
that if this has blessed you, we hope that you share, like, comment, subscribe to the Godman Podcast. Please, 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 please um, share this with three men who God has placed on your heart into continue to grow the channel that me and Mike are both blessed, definitely blessed to have y'all still tuning in with us. Um, you know, this is what we love doing. This is our ministry. This is what God has placed on our heart. And we're definitely going to keep doing this until the wheels fall off. And you can follow us on social media, whether it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, we're on TikTok as well. You can follow both me and Mike on Instagram. You can follow me at underscore kinged up. And you can follow Mike at, what Mike, is it Mike underscore policier? Yeah, y'all never going to find it. It's okay. Okay, well, if you follow the Godman podcast on Instagram, um, his name is tagged in the bio. So you can definitely find it. Look us on there. So, Mr. Whiskers. Thank you guys for tuning so guys, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode that we love y'all. We pray that the Holy Spirit touches your mind, hearts, and bodies, that he moves you in a supernatural way, that he elevates you and promotes you, and that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly to you and through you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his light shine upon you and be gracious to you. Amen. Amen. All right. See y'all next week. Yeah. This is Mr. Whiskers out.